0: What's going on, everybody? You're listening to the next episode of Jubilife Hype. I'm Zach, this is... Greg. And we're moving right, moving right along with the 25th anniversary celebration of Pokemon this year. And with that being said, Diamond and Pearl comes out in just a few months. Well, that that's we, all that we know of so far.
1: Yeah, they haven't revealed anything else other than that bit that they showed us um, at for the Nintendo Direct, the Pokemon Direct, a while back, with the Pokemon Snap and everything. Um, other than that, I mean, we've gotten some little teases and some, you know, a hell of a lot of rumors and supposed leaks, but that's really been about it. Yeah,
0: I, this is really the, it's, it's really the most hush, hush, hush Pokemon's ever really been, like, even with Omega Ruby and Apple Sapphire, I don't remember them being this quiet as far as information coming out about the new games, especially this close to what they say the release date is, late 2021, it's already in what? Information we're already in May, almost in June.
1: Almost, yeah. We and should I, have
0: something by now.
1: I remember telling you earlier that when uh, back when Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire came out, it seemed like every day. Of course, that's not how it was, but it seemed like every day, every week, at least some bit of information was coming out. Yeah,
0: Ruby and Sapphire, Alpha Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, they came out that year, and it just like they they released. Like, images of the new graphics, uh, mm-hmm. the, how the region's going to look. The Delta episode. The Delta episode, you're going to see Rayquaza again, and then, I guess, teasing Deoxys up in the sky. Which It I mean, was pretty much pretty cool. by the
1: time the game came out, they had shown a lot of stuff that, let say, like, the Delta episode or, you know, stuff like that would have been, like, a nice surprise, but they had went ahead went ahead and let everything go before the game even came out. I mean they usually do eventually anyway maybe they did that. they did that with uh
0: the original Diamond and Pearl too they released all the, you know the new pokemon coming yeah. and one of the things they like to do that pokemon likes to do that we've noticed and we're going to talk about this in today's episode when we talk about uh our second our gold and silver and crystal segment of the 25th anniversary uh celebration is that they release uh previous or newer generation pokemon and the generation before yeah, we'll get we'll get more on that here in just in just a bit. And as far and along the lines of gold and silver, these games came out in uh, Japan of nineteen ninety nine. Came out in America in two thousand, which we got the movie Pokemon two thousand. Lugia, yep. uh, Zapdos, Articuno, Moltres. Lugia was actually one of the first few Pokemon to get released or to be shown. It well, wasn't the first. not only the first was Ho in the first in the first in the uh, very first, episode. first first episode. Yep. Beluga is one of the first, like, main Pokemon we saw more action of. Besides Togepi. Slow King was introduced in that movie too. Yeah, Slow King. Still had, hadn't had the movies yet, technically. No. Or the games yet. Excuse me. Not really, no. But with Diamond and Pearl, uh, I'm real. I'm excited
1: for these remakes to come out. I seriously am. I cannot wait. Me too. And like you said, they've been real hush hush about it. So, and I, I know the community has been asking questions, and everyone's got rumors and speculation about what's coming in these uh, remakes and they haven't addressed
0: any nothing i i've been checking i check a source every day serbi.net that's where i get most of my information for pokemon oh yeah definitely and this i'm i'm checking every single day it's either something about pokemon go which i don't uh-huh. mind or pokemon masters or the anime which not a single thing yeah i can't believe it and
1: if it is about the <laughs> games it's got to do with uh sword and shield yeah, either the, yeah, some kind of or event. Pokemon
0: Snap. Yeah, the new Pokemon Snap just dropped. My wife's been playing that; she loves it. Um, yeah. she, like she loves taking pictures of stuff. And I figured, you know, let's go and get this. Guy. I didn't play the original one. Yeah. Me neither. But it, <laughs> it looks amazing, dude. Have you? Have you? you haven't played. Oh, it? oh no, not you! Have had the chance. Either, no, but I, I haven't out. played it either. But my wife has. I'm sitting there watching her, and I'm like I'm seeing all these Pokemon better than they looked on Sword and Shield. Not gonna oh yeah, lie.
1: definitely. Not gonna lie. They look really good. I haven't been able to play it yet, but I've seen screenshots and stuff and it looks really good.
0: It's cool to see the Pokémon in their natural habitats and like they're kind of uh I know they're on a set route cuz it's all computer animated, but it's just cool to see how the Pokémon interact in the in the outside world, how they would yeah. really how they would really be whether eating or playing, fighting, just jumping around like a Magikarp or whatever. Yeah, swimming in the rivers and all that <laughs> stuff. That, it, Pretty cool. Like she was, she started it up. She started it up, and one of the first things you see is this Dodrio, mm-hmm. and you, you can almost see the feathers on it. Almost. Wow. And one of the things they do with Pokemon Snap that I wish they would start doing now that we have the new technology, Sword and Shields. I think, honestly, they could have already done this with even X and Y, or uh, uh, maybe diddle around with it <laughs> Black and White. But they have a little bit of um, monologue or speaking parts with the character, like the new Professor he says, like, short words here and there, or... Yeah. They're in some, I guess some of the tutorial scenes, they actually speak in full sentences, which I think they really need to start doing that in the Pokemon. I think it would really, really revamp and make you feel more immersed in the Pokemon universe, or as a Pokemon trainer, yeah, to actually hear your favorite characters talk. Yeah. Which, I mean... I mean, either way, it's fine. But I think, Nintendo, if you're listening, jump on that train, please. Yeah,
1: I know, it's because, like, you know, you go from... Playing it on the 3DS and to the Switch and all, um, you know, especially with Sword and Shield, you're still used to because I play like PlayStation and everything. Like I play a lot of console yeah. games, Xbox, all that good stuff. So when I, I'm when I get used to playing those games, and then I jump over to the Switch and I put, uh, throw in, you know, Shield for instance,
0: and well, then it, instead yeah. of
1: hearing the characters talk, it's on. You know, I'm having to read. Everything it's it's a little change, but it's also something I'm used to because that's all I've ever done with Pokemon. That's all we've all ever. Well, done it's an Pokemon. older style RPG, of course. Yeah. It has so. the text box and everything, but if you go if
0: you go and play Sword and Shield, you start it up. Even in the intro, the introductory Chairman Rose comes out, uh, introduces himself to the entire stadium, introduces Leon. You just hear the lip movement, or you don't hear it. Excuse me. You see, you hear the lip movement. Yeah, you hear the lip movement. Uh, no, you see his lips moving. You see the text across the screen, but nothing's coming out. Like, is he really talking? And yeah, I just feel like something's missing that they could that could have been there.
1: Yeah, like I said, it's a huge switch up going from console games, and then you got the switch, the text box versus the voice. Really big change, but the only way I can really see to justify that is that like, you put your own voice to it. Yeah, like, but, probably do it in your head. I mean, you could do it out loud if you want to.
0: Yeah, a lot of people do that anyway, but, I mean, I just... I feel like I could get more enjoyment or more fulfillment out of it if I just hear it and, like, get their perspective and, like, see how the character really would be. Yeah. But, uh, besides that, let's get started with the gold and silver and Crystal, which we kind of already started anyway. But, yeah, the games uh, came out in 1999 and 2000. Uh, they had, the, had their own original characters, like every generation does, this time uh they the rival has the name of silver mm-hmm. that's your pro, that's your rival, the guy with the red hair, and then the the canon official Pokemon name for your character, the male is Ethan and also gold gold, which one was gold ethan he's got the gold hat yeah well, I mean the,
1: his name has never been gold
0: now, I thought that too
1: no if you watch um Pokemon Chronicles, there is they he's in that. He, you know, Ray, Raikou, Suicune, Entei, and everything. Yeah. All that's he all that in Johto is in there and he he's called Gold. It's been a while since I've seen that. It's it's pretty cool because I thought that the rival um you could there wasn't a canon there. You could just choose his name, but yeah. of course down the road I figured out his canon name is silver, so it kinda yeah. like mirrors each other gold and silver. I thought that was pretty cool. But like the 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 original
0: name though is Ethan. Like before, we had the Chronicles. Yeah. Uh, they I don't know why kind of it, it kind of it it's kind of weird breaking off from red and blue yeah. where the characters are red and blue. kind
1: of pick a color and kind of go with and it. and
0: to that and even even to the fact of like when we got Pokemon Crystal, uh, you now in Generation Two we have the option to play as a female character and yeah. in the original games or in Crystal uh, her name was Chris. Yeah. Now, when we get to the remake, she has a completely different name, completely different look. She goes by Lyra, which yeah. I don't understand what their purpose was behind that, but more power to them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the third installment, Pokemon Crystal, that came out in 2000 in Japan, 2001 in America, right before Generation 3 dropped. Still got the option to play as a girl and. Jodo, I want to say the Jodo region. Honestly, that's one of my favorite regions, right below Sin.
1: It's one of my favorites too. It's definitely up there because you know, growing up, I spent so many hours on um, bouncing back and forth between gold and silver, or excuse me, heart gold soul silver, because I wasn't yeah. able to play the originals. I pl- so I played the remakes, uh, but I kept bouncing back and forth, and they were some. They were that was one of my favorite games growing up. You know, I didn't
0: play the. Oddly enough, I didn't play Silver. I haven't played Gold. I haven't played Crystal. Uh, but I, I'm like you. I played Soul Silver. Uh, that was a, that was my first experience with the Jodo region. Okay. Besides, if I had watching the anime here and there when I was little. But that's beside the point. Uh, I went and I loved it. I mean, honestly, for a long time until I played Diamond and Pearl, the Jodo region was my favorite. The, the starters, the new Pokemon, mm-hmm.
1: uh, some of the new stuff they brought in. I know one of the things like when I went and picked up. It was I believe it was like a dual pack. It was a uh, heart gold, soul silver little twin pack. Yeah. And they included the uh, I can't remember the, the Poke Itch. Pokewalker. walker whatever. Yeah, whatever. that is one feature I've, i never even. You're trying noticed. to think I think
0: you're thinking of
1: poke like was That was Diamond and Pearl. That was the watch that was on the bottom uh, screen. It was I can't remember the exact because 'cause it's been so many years since I since I touched them. Yeah. But man. there was that little pokeball ball like thing that you um that is very outdated now, but you, you could Put your Pokemon yeah. in there and take it for walking walk and all. That is one feature with that game that was supported. That I just never used. I never even I, touched it.
0: I used it. Um, it was it was really cool. The way it worked is that you, I can't remember exactly how you can. I can't remember if it's either through wireless. I think there was a. I think there was a wire connection that you hook the directly. Maybe into
1: the DS. both. I'm not entirely one sure. of the two. Something like that.
0: And what you do is your your DS recognizes the device and you're able and it hooks up to Heart, uh, heart Gold and Soul Silver. Then you're able to deposit a Pokemon on that walker. You can shake it around, do all this and that. It'll make a noise or something, and you can walk it around. And it counts the steps, kind of like how your how an iPhone or a new new phone does mm. the health apps. They track your steps and all that. It's kind of what it did, and it uh, translates that data into experience points for your Pokemon. It was pretty cool. You could level up Pokemon while you're not playing.
1: Yeah. Which, a little bit of a convenience there. Yeah, It was pretty cool. It was a nice little touch. Um I know they they uh, I know that especially now they have especially like if you want to go and get Mew, um they have a I can't remember the name of like a Pokéball that you can go buy. It's like
0: meh. Oh, the Pokéball Plus. Yeah, for me asked- I believe it was
1: about $50 with a, you know, additional even- of Mew. Or it's like you can get the uh the pack, the, the game
0: pack, get either Let's Go Eevee or Pikachu, and it came with a ball yeah. for like $100, $100, yeah. I, a hundred dollars hundred dollars.
1: Yeah. I got day day. that when it uh, around when it first came out. Um and I actually I used it a little bit. Maybe like a couple of times. Nothing mm-hmm. that I do like on a daily basis or anything, but I use that way more than I did when uh yeah, Johto. I used I I used mine, uh, both the Pokewalker and the Pokeball Plus.
0: The Pokeball Plus I I play Pokemon Go a lot. And I of course I use that to spin oh, stops, yeah, of to catch Pokemon. Yeah. It's kinda like it's kinda like the uh the little watch thing they have, the little Poke Walker. I can't remember what.
1: Yeah. You know what, ta- you know what I'm talking you know what I'm talking about. They got so much transmedia out there.
0: It's, <laughs> it's kinda hard to keep up. <laughs> but yeah, man. Johto, the Gold and Silver was well kind of kinda groundbreaking before Pokemon was groundbreaking. And then when I say that they came out with hundred new Pokemon. Yeah. Including baby evolutions and new third or second evolutions to already Pokemon that already already existed. Again, they even they released uh, they introduced Pokemon before the initial release of the region. Like we had Ho on the first episode of the anime. Lugia, Slow King in the Pokemon the Power of One, Pokemon two thousand, Entei, Pokemon Spell of the Unknown. Yep. Okay. Togepi. Hatch from an egg. Ash originally had it, but took over with Misty. Uh, Snubble and Merrill. I don't know if you remember, but in Mewtwo Strikes Back, the Pikachu short, mm-hmm. Snubble and Merrill were in there. And I didn't realize that they were. I thought they were Gen 1 Pokemon. I didn't. At the time, I was too young to understand. But no, they're Gen 2 Pokemon. They were Johto. And then Donphan, Mewtwo Strikes Back, the movie itself. Yeah. Ash fights that one dude talking crap, and he's like, "You want to fight? Yeah, I want to fight. I'm too hungry, but I'm gonna fight you anyway." Yep. He throws out this elephant. Like, where the heck is this been? We play Red and Blue. Yep. It wasn't in there the entire time, but no, it's you Yep.
1: And what another thing I liked about it was that it was a almost like a twin brother type region or Canto. It was a sequel it really was, to Red yeah. and Blue. Uh, yeah, it really was. Because really, after you yeah. beat the game. You can go back to the Kanto region. Of course, mm-hmm. you're a new character, and then you take on all eight gems, You, you get to battle Blue again, and then you get to finally go face Red. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. I love that.
0: I I like how, and they haven't really done anything like that since. There hasn't been any cross uh, region uh, transport, uh, cross region transportation, or kind of aspect. In the game, since uh, gold and silver, and I don't know why they can have they have a lot of potential to do that, especially when most of the regions are just a, a ship a cruise ship away or
1: yeah. If you ever watch the anime, um, when Ash leaves one region, like you know, say you know, for instance, he leaves Sinnoh or Unova or whatever, he gets on a little on a plane or maybe like a boat or something, and then goes to the next region. back to So Kanto, it's not too far right away. Yeah.
0: Well, the jodo and Kanto, they're right there next to each other, so I can see how that plays a little bit better. But how can you? I kind of, I kind of hope they bring that back a little bit, or maybe
1: sometime soon. A lot of people have been saying. I know it's, it's been requested for a long time. Was especially like with today's technology on the Switch and all. If you have a game, it would be pretty cool to have like a uh, another region in there. You know, post uh, content, post game yeah. content, something, something to do post game. Um, I feel like that would be pretty cool. Uh, that can be Canto. That could be Kalos, something.
0: Is it there, uh, isn't there fan theory that uh, the Galar region is not too far from Kalos as it is? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, because Kalos is set in France, and Galar set in the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And really, I think you and I talked about this before, but there's like a secret railroad that doesn't get used in the game.
1: You ever heard of that? Yeah, in the uh, X Y games, there's that railroad that you can go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's just there. There's no. It's just point a background theme. But there, we have railroads. There's a railroad that connects
0: you from the main part of Gallery to the Crown Tundra. So I don't see why they can't incorporate that. Maybe it has even DLC.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, they could retcon that. You know, they that could. that's the same exact bridge. But will they? Probably. I, would I highly concerned. doubt it. It will be nice. Uh, gold and
0: silver int- introduced a lot of... Again, gold and silver introduced a lot of stuff. Uh, shiny Pokemon Chinese, was introduced. Yeah. Uh, super rare Pokemon. Doesn't do anything for the Pokemon itself except just change the color of it. Yeah. And that is just super rare to find. You would think maybe there's some, like, it could enhance the stats, but no. It's just the same. But still pretty cool nonetheless. Uh, Ash was the caught shiny Noctowl. We've seen a shiny Magneton in the anime, Shuckle, and of course the wild Gyarados at the Lake of Rage. Yeah, yeah. Lance has now, or Lance has now. Yeah, uh, Pokemon eggs were introduced. We can now, we now have breeding. Uh, with breeding, it allows for like uh, you can. Used to, you couldn't even uh, the starter Pokemon. You couldn't find them in the wild in the original games, and there is no other way to get another one unless you traded with a friend. Or maybe you ha- a breed or uh, something. That's what I'm saying. Breeding was the only way, so you go to the daycare, drop your Cyndaquil, drop your uh, Chikorita, or if you're already in the Kanto region, drop a Charmander or Squirtle in there, you get more of those. And you can shiny hunt those too, like that. Yeah. We introduced new typing. We got the Steel type and the Dark type in Johto. Yeah. It's and, hard to believe, looking back, that we didn't have that to begin with. No, you would think. I mean, a lot of it. A lot of it is really more common sense. Uh, mm-hmm. Like Magneton, it was just ele- it was just an electric type back on Red and Blue. Mm-hmm. But then they gave it the steel type because what's a magnet that's deals with metal, and mm-hmm. steel, metal? Make it just makes sense. Uh, Jodo was a big improvement from Red and Blue, and a lot really. It's it's almost. I want to say almost more nostalgic than Diamond and Pearl. I want to say, yeah. just because of the fact that it was, it was just fresh new content at that time that everyone fell in love. With. Yeah, I know a lot of people. I was at the time, everyone was on it. Subconsciously, i loved Johto Pokemon more than I really cared to admit. Yeah, well, not not so much. But my favorite Pokemon of all time is from the Johto region. That's Pseudo Wudo. Mm-hmm. And it's I just I don't know why it's just it's goofy looking. I thought it was, I was, like everybody else, I thought it was a Grass-type. I did too when I first saw it. Then <laughs> you gotta you gotta, th- you gotta, throw, uh, hit it with a Fire-type. You have your Typhlosion or your Quill uh, Lava, throw fire uh, Flamethrower. doesn't do a thing. Mm. What's going on? Wrong type? Nope, Rock-type. Another cool feature that we still have in today's games is the Day and Night Cycle. And with the new Day and Night Cycle, we got a new evolution method uh, Eevee got two new evolutions anyway, Espeon and Umbreon, and they use that day-night cycle to choose... Basically, gives you an option to choose which one you wanted to evolve into.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, had to do... Uh, Eevee was special that you had to uh, max out its happiness or friendliness with you, then evolve it during the day for Espeon during night for Umbreon. Yeah, And of course, shiny Umbreon's just that, just that
1: great. Oh, yeah. The blue rings with the black... It, I, I do like, like how they have these new features and they'll use um evolution techniques and wrap those two together and it just gives it like a little twist on yeah. how you're gonna approach evolving this pokemon or getting to this you know whatever you have to use that to your advantage i, I, I like things like that especially like in um the black and white series they added the uh the seasons seasons oh like Deerling. yeah like they have the uh, different seasons they change um and of course you have to use that to your advantage when you're trying to evolve certain pokemon very similar to the day and night cycle but of course it's with the seasons
0: well step so back yeah, and back whereas in gold and silver we're still the main really the biggest pain was still trade evolution because like were people yeah. if you're like me didn't have a whole lot of friends that played Pokemon, or didn't wasn't too big into it at the time, uh, or had a lot of friends that had the cables, the link up. It was hard to get those trade evolutions like Machamp, Alakazam, uh, and then we got trade items. Stick an item on a Pokemon to it, like Onyx. Yeah, and then you have to trade. Which I mean, it's easier now, easier than ever. Oh, yeah. Sword and Shield finally, they put the final evolutions of those in the in the out in the wild. Like a special spawn, it's just like a daily spawn type thing. Uh, but we're gonna start to wind down from here. I'm gonna save the rest of what we have for the next episode uh, coming up. You can expect uh, talking about the uh, Team Rocket returns to Johto. Yeah, you gotta love that Team Rocket art. Yeah, uh, is it, they took it for a whole new spin. We're gonna find out who. you
1: G- are gonna find out Giovanni has a kid. Yeah, who would have thunk? I know. I. I didn't put pieces together until, of course, it was all laid out in front of me. But going in, I didn't—I did not expect. Yeah, well, expect that and more in the
0: next episode of Jubilee Fight. I want to give a special thanks to Aaron McMillan, my buddy, who made our logo. Uh, we also have some T-shirts in the in the works soon. We have got a couple of T-shirts uh, made for us. We're going to start wearing yep. soon, as the logo on the chest, and it looks really great. It does look pretty good. But yeah, thanks everybody for listening to Jubilee Fight Part One: Gold and Silver. See you next time.